millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a psychotherapist. I'm the psychotherapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. All right. So today we are doing the beginning of our rewatch of Sister Wives. We've been threatening this for a while now since, you know, that season 17 was so good and so many people are talking about it. Um, that we decided we were going to go back to season one, episode one. We're going to review that, which is Meet Cody and the Wives. And then we're also, stay tuned, because we're also going to be talking about the latest Sister Wives gossip. Yes. So just to give you a heads up, each time um, we're going to review, we're going to continue to review the show and then just add in some sprinklings of what's been happening currently. Uh, before I get started, um, we, uh, we are a growing podcast and, um, we would love more subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> just being vulnerable and putting it yes, out there. Yes. Just putting it out there. And our sister wives people, we are your people. Yes. Yes, and, we uh, are. Yes. We love sister wives. We try to review other shows, and <laughs> which, but it always keeps coming back to <laughs> sister back wives. To sister wives. This is our first love. Yes. So if you love the sister wives as much as we do and you want us to keep talking about it in whatever (laughs) form it takes if you subscribed that would really help us yes immensely um and that way you know you would get it in your in your feed every every week yeah so you'll never have to go searching for it or Uh, like think to yourself where did i I download psych legal pop this yeah where am i going to get my sister wife's gossip it's right here in your app right yes. there yes exactly and uh if you enjoy the show please give us a five-star review and um yeah all right so sister wives episode one season one episode one meet cody and the wives and i think that it took me till the end of the episode to figure out like how they structured the show this first show is we meet just high level like they we meet cody we go we go into the house we see sort of this overview and then 
we go through each wife's day, the day of the big announcement, mm-hmm. right? So it's Cody's got a big announcement. So we see Mary, you know, that's Mary's day. We see Janelle's day and we see <laughs> we see Christine's day. And then we see the big announcement at the end. Well, so it was kind of, it took me a minute. And then they then cut it with scenes of everyone doing yard work. Yeah. Well, first we get treated to a scene of Cody and his Lexus. Oh, yes. That was uh, driving in his car. Yeah. And uh, the producer, film camera person, whatever, is obviously in the passenger seat. And Cody's talking about how, you know, I can't wait for you to meet my family. I think you're really going to love them. Yeah. Well, he does get into the whole like they're part of this faith. His faith recommends multiple wives you know, kind of like prepping the background. Us. Yeah. Well, when you say the announcement, what is the, the big the announcement? Anna- the announcement about Robin. Yes, okay. that's that's the quote unquote big <laughs> announcement. But in the show, they're teasing it. Cody's got a big announcement. Cody's got a big announcement. Okay. Um, so obviously the other wives know what, what the big announcement is, but the kids didn't. Right. So, um, so yeah, we get intro to Cody and then we see Cody go into the house and the first kid that we meet is Savannah. Oh, cute little Savannah. She's like four. She runs up to see her father and he picks her up and Gabe's there too. And Janelle is there. And then he, he kind of does this thing where he, you know, hi Janelle, they hug and kiss. And then he's like, then he opens a door. He walks through Mary's house. She's there, you know, this is Mary and this is, you know, Leon. And then he like goes down the stairs down to Christine's basement. And I think he kissed, he doesn't, he kiss all of them. Yes. Yes. I got to get that kiss. in. Yeah. Um, And then he goes down and he meets Christine. (laughs) Literally goes down into the basement. Into the basement to meet Christine. And then they give us this little overview, which is he's been married to Mary 20 years and they have one child who's 14. He's been married to Janelle for 17 years. They have six children ranging from 15 to four, from five to 15. They said five to 15. I thought she was a little four then. So that was Savannah. She's he's been married to Christine 16 years and they range for they have five kids and it ranges from six to 14 with one on the way. Um, And then they described the house, which was built by a polygamist, which is why it was such a great house for them. And they get they start to get right into, you know, they raise their families as siblings, as kids. They eat together three times a week. They are they're a fundamentalist Mormon family. So he said that's not LDS and it's not the FLDS, LDS, that it's a separate division. Yeah, it's like an offshoot of FLDS, I believe. The AUB, the, I can never say the first apostle, apostolistic or something like that, United Brethren. Oh, is that what, is that their church? Yeah. AUB? AUB, yeah. They never mention it in the show. Yeah, they. I maybe for, are they not supposed to? I don't know. I always felt like they downplayed the details. They just basically said, "Yeah, we're polygamists," and they, they didn't give a lot of yeah background or context. Yeah. So and then we learn about Cody. He grew up in North Wyoming. Um. So he. This is his story. Mm-hmm. At this stage, which is at twenty, his dad converted. We don't hear anything about marrying Janelle's mom. Converted to converted to this the AUB AUB okay. But he doesn't say AUB, this religion. He kind of like sort of says that. And then 21, at 21, he got interested in it. So he went to the church. So this AUB church and met Mary. Yeah. And that's how it started. He's in ad sales, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. We don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. And then um, 
the big thing is they really want to, and they want people to know this because obviously at this time, everyone in the news was talking about the FLDS, right? About, yeah. um, Warren, Jeff, Warren, Jeffs. Jeffs. Keep sweet. Is it Warren Jeffs? Yeah. Warren Jeffs. Sure, I don't think that's the right. Let me look it up. Um, they were talking about this. So they were very focused on, you know, kind of laughing at themselves. They would call themselves plague, plague humor. Um, oh, it is Warren Jeffs. Yeah. And they, they want their kids, you know, they're very straightforward. They want their kids to get educated. They want them to do what they happy, marry for love, all of those things. And then, then they answer the sex questions. Cause I, I remember them saying in an interview, like in the first, what we read this in the book, right? They wanted to get the sex stuff out of the way to begin with. They just wanted to name it. They basically, you know, just said, you know, we're not all having sex together. Mm-hmm. Cody has a relationship individually with each of us. Um, and we're not, you know, yeah, there's no, no there's nothing else going Mary on. Mary said, we don't do weird. That was her way yeah. of describing it. But yeah, they were trying to distinguish themselves from Warren Jeffs mm-hmm. because he was a rapist, yes. child rapist, and, you know, keeping these women basically prisoners on a compound and he went to prison thank yeah, god good. For, for the I rest he's having a horrible forever. time yeah um and then we hear about cody's big announcement the big announcement the big announcement and then that's what i'm saying was like it took me the whole time to watch this whole thing i was like oh yeah. it's each of their lives in a day oh okay it's all coming together now so first we meet mary um they uh let's see that Cody was 22, Mary was 19. They courted for, they were only, you know, together for six months. They met through, well, they less say, than that, I think. They met through his sister or her sister? Somebody's sister. Oh, Mary's sister, sorry. And Mary, of course, was raised in a polygamous family. They only have one child. She expected more. She, this is where she says, you know, she never went to school. So now she's going into psychology for at risk youth. That's why in the book, I was like, where did this come from? But she's been, this is what she was, she was going back to school at the beginning of the show. Yeah, because they showed her with some books. Yes. Looking at some textbooks. Because she was trying to study and no one, she can't study. And then we see this whole scene with Mary pulling out Peyton's tooth and then like aggressively running after Gwen to pull her tooth and, um, you know, really tormenting poor Gwen. Eventually she does pull Gwen's tooth and it wasn't that bad, but it was really like, just kind of leave her alone. Yeah. Like, why are you guys following her around everywhere? But this is where they say that, that Mary's the one that like meets the women. So Mary's the bait. She's the one that signs up all the wives. They right? said that? Yeah. They said Mary's the bait. Oh, geez. And then she gets into, uh, you know, her own sister who died of cancer and that, uh, her sister, Teresa, who died of cancer, um, had a sister wife. And because of the sister wife, she was, you know, well taken care of in the last stages of her life. And that they know, they know that, that Teresa knows that her children are going to be cared for by someone that really knows them and loves them. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great things. That might be the it. only benefit of having a sister wife, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now I, that I we think know. that Janelle, Janelle well, gets in. Yeah, then the we child meet Janelle. Care. Yeah. yeah, we then meet Janelle. And Janelle says that she is gone most days from 6.15 in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. So this requires... So basically, Christine was taking care of 
how many kids? 12, 12 kids. Well, Logan was taking care of the kids in the morning. Yes. Remember yes. how well, I'm, you'll probably get we'll to get that. that. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, but why was she working that's a long um, more hours. than tw- like 12 hours I, a day? I get the feeling that she was commuting far. Oh, or maybe she had a couple jobs. No, I think she had one job. She had a government job. Right. We learned that in the book. So I bet you anything they lived in this Lehigh. She's I bet probably you going gover- to Salt Lake. Yeah. And I don't know how far that is, but she's probably leaving at 615. She probably has to be at work at eight. Then work ends at like five. If she has to work late, she's there till six. And then it's another hour plus to get back. Mm. So she said sometimes as late as seven. I don't mm. think it's that late every night. Every day. Yeah. Um, but she tells us her story. She grew up in the mainstream Mormon church. Um, she met, she then says, I met Mary's family when I was 19. So what she didn't say was I married, I met Mary's family because I married Mary's brother and I got yeah. married. She left That's that part out. Yes. Yes. Um, and then 22, she thought that Cody was a good choice and she just did it. Like it was basically like, yeah, this look seems good. Yeah. It's you funny know? now knowing everything that we know, these simplistic yeah. uh, explanations that yeah. they give. I mean, obviously, they can't go on and on about it. But yeah, the, and, and it took all of us fans digging, <laughs> you know, to learn digging the truth. And, you're trying to like Homeland, trying to connect yeah. the dots <laughs> on, the, on the cork board, you know? Yeah. And then this is where we see Logan waking up a half hour earlier than um, all of his siblings to cook breakfast. At first, I was like, does he cook breakfast for all the kids? But he just cooks breakfast for his five younger siblings. Right. And I remember the first time I watched this, this was the moment where I was like, oh, my God, like that yeah. is a lot. And he's like, waking them up, yes. getting them out of bed, he making is, sure they get dressed, brush yeah. their teeth. Savannah is four or five years old. I she know. is a little baby. Yeah. And he is getting her up. You see him getting her up, making everybody food, eggs, cooking for them, cleaning, mm-hmm. doing this, doing that. And then like, he has getting to go off to, to high school. Yeah. And then he's going off to like chem lab or something. I mean, <laughs> I it's crazy. Um, so, but this is where it works well. Cause Janelle tells us she's always been a career person and this allows her to have children and work outside the home. And that's the thing. I mean, there's no way there's no, the one good thing about sister wives is truly the fact that all women need 90 helpers. You know, it does take a village to raise a child. It does take a lot of help, a lot of people, a lot of hands and, um, you know, that's the one good thing about sister wives. Yeah, although if you just had two kids instead of six. Yeah, so. if each person in the family had two kids. Yeah, it'd then... be a lot less stress. I mean, you still need the help. Yeah. But it would be a lot less stressful. Yeah. It wouldn't Logan be wouldn't so be cooking bad. for all these Logan people. Logan wouldn't be having to take on, be parentified, you know. Yes. So then we now meet Christine. So it goes back to the, you know, and Janelle kind of alludes to, well, he has a big announcement tonight. And then we go back to Christine and we learn about Christine. She has five kids, one on the way. Um, she always knew she was going to live the plural life. As we all know, we see Christine um, makes Cody breakfast, but she won't use a toaster. <laughs> she said toasters kill more people than, than sharks. <laughs> How do you, what, because you get electrocuted? Or- yeah, I guess she, she said some stat like, Sharks killed three people last year, but a toaster killed 257 or something like that. But then she's like, so, but she still wants toast. So she puts the bread in the oven and of course burns the toast. Yeah. You know, so 
again, the toaster would pop up and it would finish cooking. <laughs> Stop it, so. the burning. Yeah. So she decided at 19 to enter into parole family. She always wanted to be a third wife. We all know this. And that she goes back. She's the one that's been mothering all 12 of the kids and she keeps the home running. And they were homeschooled up until five years ago. So Christine was teacher, teacher, mom, teacher and worked cook, uh, here, caretaker here, here in their work, chef. Yeah. You know, everything uh, made everything. Um, but now they go to this strictly this plural church school. Well, some of them go to public school at this point. I think so. Because they said all of them go to this plural school. So it's very used because all of because they go to this school, they're so used to being with other people who are polygamists. Oh, I I thought that only Leon was the last one who went to that school and the other kids went to public Mm -hmm. school. But Hmm. whatever. Yeah. Again, here's a discrepancy. And then everyone keeps talking about the big announcement. What's the big announcement? What is it? What is it? Well, Cody's courting again, people. Oh, God. And we introduce Robin. Robin's 30. She's got three kids. She grew up in the lifestyle. Um, So then we we see the infamous Janelle and Mary being like, yeah, I always felt like maybe there would be one more. Maybe that'd be good. And we Christine was like, Christine thought that was insane. And any time Mary or Janelle ever brought up the idea of another wife, Christine was like, nope, nope. That's crazy. I don't like that at all. Um, and then, so he makes this big announcement to all the kids, like, do you guys know Robin? You know, yeah, do you, you like do you remember Robin? Robin? Yeah. And so you, they're kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And you played with Robin's kids. Did you like that? You know, it was like, okay, buddy. You know, it was yeah. just weird. Do you it think was... she's nice? Or, you, or no, you think she's nice, don't you? Like he's, he's yeah. le- leading questions yes, here. Very leading questions and all the kids. And then he tries to say something like, well, I'm courting her, but we can't tell anybody anything. And poor Gwen's like, what, what is happening here? And like Christine <laughs> then has to explain it to Gwen <laughs> in plain English. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But all the kids were happy. Actually, Leon was the one that wasn't very happy. You know, mm. it was that that's very interesting that Leon wasn't happy about it. Um, and then Mary admits that there are some jealousy issues, as we learn in the book. So I think this is the stage where things with Cody and Robin were getting more and more hot and heavy. And I think this is when Mary felt like there was a lot of jealousy issues. Well, yeah, because Mary's honeymoon period is over yes. with Robin. Yes. Do, do they? And I don't think they say anything in this episode about we how barely they see met. Robin in this. Yeah, yeah. they don't. Yeah. They don't go into detail. It's just like here's Robin. They don't even really explain that she lives five hours away. No, they do in oh, this do one. They? Yeah. So basically, we see everyone do their nightly prayer. Everyone goes to bed, and then Christine again admits she's very hesitant about having a new wife in the family. Mm-hmm. And then we see him leave to go to robin's house where he says she's four hours away maybe she was five and um well, wait can we go back for a second yeah did did he say that he, he just said he was courting robin he didn't say that he was going to ask her to just be, courting be part of the family no because because someone, later? yeah because the kids were like well wait a minute does this mean a new wife or because and it was i'm with gwen it was a little confusing what he was saying because yeah. he was like well, do you, you know, we're a family of what were they at that time? 17 or something mm-hmm. like that. And like, do you want to add four more people to our family? I think there were 19 people. Sorry. What's really. And, and he's like, well, do you want to add four more people into our family? And the way he, he made it seem like, well, this is a done deal. We're right. going to get engaged. But then when they were asking, that's like, well, we're not engaged. Mm, okay. 
So they weren't engaged at this point. Okay. That's what they're saying. But the last scene is him packing up that Lexus, going down to um, wherever she was, St. George, to see Robin. Robin comes out. She's laughing. She's like kind of nervous and, you know, weirded out by the cameras. And then we see the two of them go on a date together. And that's the end of the episode. Well, doesn't he give her like some ring made out of a piece of string or something? I think that's season one, episode two. The ring. So it is a little confusing because I thought they were engaged by the time we got here. Right. Like I thought they were. That announcement I thought was the engagement announcement. No, the announcement. I think the announcement was to tell the kids like daddy's courting this woman or. And I got the vibe that the older teenagers kind of knew what was going on because obviously he's leaving to go down there for four or five hours. He mentioned that Gwen was there playing with Robin's kids. Yeah, because he took he took the kids, some of the kids with him periodically on these trips, I think mostly to babysit. You know, he took the older girls Mm -hmm. uh, to babysit so he and Robin could spend time together. But yeah. Yeah. And the older kids know how this works. They're not stupid. But yeah, I think it was very confusing for the younger kids. Yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, obviously all the wives knew. And the way the wives were talking, it was a bit of a done deal. Mm-hmm. But the way in which he was describing it to the kids, it was courting. And he really didn't get into it. He did not say engaged. Which they probably don't even know what that means. Yeah. Because when you think about it, because he married uh, the three of them so long ago and in quick succession, mm-hmm. these kids don't know. They never no, had they, a wife come in before. Yeah. This, they have always just been three. Been the, the these are my moms and, and all my siblings. So this must be really traumatic yeah for these kids yeah very traumatic plus you've got a camera crew yeah in your living room and and your dad is telling you you can't tell a lot of people you know right you can't tell anybody yeah yeah and actually in um one of the things that i wrote down from when i was watching gwen's uh youtube reactions and uh she she answers questions that people send in. And one of the questions was, what was your first memory of of the show? Mm-hmm. And uh, she, or what what do you remember from the show? Something like that when you were young. And she said her, her first memory was and we see this scene. She says, my mom comes in to wake me up for school mm-hmm. and I wake up and there's this huge light in my face, you know, from the camera. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like. You know, yeah. what is happening? And she said she was very confused. She didn't understand what was happening. I mean, the whole thing, when you think back and mm-hmm. you look back at it, super traumatic for these yeah. kids. Well, what's interesting, too, is I, you know, I was doing my own, re- like, for the first time, like, going back and watching these episodes. And in my other rewatch phase, I'm, you know, at the catfish phase and, um, and the fallout from it. And there's one one of these um, tell-alls mm-hmm. with Tamron Hall, they bring Truly out. And then they want Truly to like per- say something to the camera. Or they like, tell Truly, tell everyone we're going to be right back. And Truly kept saying, but the cameras aren't here. I'm not supposed to look at the, I'm not, I don't, oh. I don't know that the cameras are here. I don't, I don't I notice them. Yeah. So Truly, and she was like five at that time. So wow. she is so trained right. so well because Truly's, you know, birth was right. filmed. Like, Truly has no memory of life before these cameras. God, so, her whole life has been on this show. Yeah. Truly Grace Brown. Ooh. Yeah. And that was that. And so this episode was 42 minutes. And um, 
then the other like next week's next episode is like 20 one of those 22 mm-hmm. and then so a lot of the things that you're remembering did happen they're just not you know it's the next episode right. so they kind of left us on this cliffhanger cliffhanger where it's like cody's out with this new woman and oh, yeah. look at them they're having hot chocolate together yeah so maybe next time we'll do a couple episodes yeah maybe we can we'll talk about it okay so now we have so that was season one episode one now we have some gossip and brooke really you know was a little <laughs> investigator here she's much better you're much better at finding the gossip i was on tiktok last night on toxicity couldn't find anything new or interesting. Uh-huh. I was on Gwen's thing, but it was just for rewatches. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I was just like, I was really, I did look. I just couldn't, I just don't have your investigative abilities. Well, yeah. And you know, my stuff comes from all over the place. And and anytime I hear something, I jot it down. Um, and I don't know, maybe some of this is really boring and nobody cares. <laughs> but, you know, I think one of the themes of this latest gossip about the show is the kids who are now almost all of them are adults. So, you yeah, know, I mean, truly, truly. And is, Savannah, well, so I think Savannah's 18. She just turned 18. Yeah. Truly is 12, 13. She's the only minor. And basically these. Well, no. It, well, besides well, I would think kids. Brianna, I think, is also a minor. Yeah. Right. And um, and that's it. The Her other two kids yeah. are adults, too. So um, but the kids who were primarily like well no they've all been on the show the whole time anyway most of the kids are are legal adults and the thing is when the show started these kids had no choice but to participate in this Mm -hmm. and they never got paid yes and from what i understand tlc or the production company puddle monkey they paid cody and he they paid cody Mm -hmm. and he decided you know what money to give to the wives, if any. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there was this real, they're now all having these feelings like, God, you know, it's like, I never got paid anything. Mm-hmm. I had no choice in the matter. Um, now my life is just out there. Um, some of them are, I think, taking advantage of that and are okay with it, but some of them are not. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a big mess. And, yeah. and I think some other, oh, what show was it? Some other kids who are now adults from a reality show we're talking about the similar thing oh the john and kate plus eight kids. oh yes i've i've seen that and that show oh boy oh we should talk about that that show yeah. is a doozy too that woman is something else and yeah her kids are now all over the age of 18 mm-hmm. and they're talking and the fact the older to the twins uh maddie i think is the one who she speaks out a lot and mm-hmm. yeah she's pissed yeah you know, she did. She, it was not good for her, her life. But anyway, um, so where should I start? Maybe yeah, I'll, I'll start, start wherever with some kind of big news. Um, Christine has a boyfriend. Yes, that's very exciting. I'm very, very happy. Yes, very exciting. And of course, all the Internet sleuths mm-hmm. have found him. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's cute. Someone said yeah. like, oh, he's bald. He's not cute oh, or I think, whatever. What? I think it was Ace and Caitlin from Shit Talk. I think that they thought that because Cody's so into his hair and his hair is such an issue all the time that here's Christine falling in love with someone who's bald. Well, I think, yeah, it's a big fuck you to Cody and his hair. Yeah, you know, it is. But I just feel like, it, no, please. she just met someone. She met someone. My husband's bald. It's like, you don't, you don't set out to love someone who's bald. No. You just kind of meet them and you're like, okay, you're yeah. cute. I all accept this. Ace and Caitlin are young. Okay. <laughs> 
pretty much the, the percentage of men over 50 who are bald is quite, I know. quite high. I know. He's I know. 59. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's he he just instead of doing some weird comb over like <laughs> Cody does, he decided to just be like, yeah, just shave it. You know, yeah. I, I much more respect that. Yeah. Than Cody's trickery with his hair, but anyway, um, so he has a construction company. Oh, very manly. I um, like this. Yes. Yeah, he seems very manly. He's he seems, very manly. He seems a lot like that. That. You know, not like Shamar Moore. No. But more of like that that big guy, that that oh, character. Yeah, that, that character she likes. Yes. Yeah. His big strong guy. Has his own business. He's a widow. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So no ex baggage. And he's the father of eight. Ooh. And he likes Disney. Oh, good. Just like Christine. Yeah. So I I am very happy. I'm so for happy Christine. for her. Christine is Christine's getting her groove back, and I am very happy for her. She said he's very good with Truly, Mm -hmm. so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, He's a grandfather. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) God, don't fuck with this woman. You you know how many people are going to, like, be after you? Well, next, Janelle. Janelle needs to meet some... Janelle needs to meet someone who is like really into their careers as well. Mm-hmm. I think it would be good for her to find someone that was like an intellectual match for her. But also she likes outdoors. So I think yeah. she'd like to meet someone kind of outdoorsy. Yeah, likes but also, to camp. And, yeah, and that kind of thing. And who's also manly and can fix things and stuff. Because Cody, he he never fixed anything. Everything was always fucked up, you know? I don't know. I just watched this first episode because they kept they kept showing pictures of them all doing yard work together outside and cody's like got this Please. chainsaw and he's like cutting the tree cutting the tree cutting the tree and just talking about how he always works with his hands because you know he grew up on a grew up on a ranch i mean i know but do you remember when they were fleeing um lehigh and they had like three flat tires yeah. in the first you know 15 minutes yeah. trying to get out of town so oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know about that okay so the other big news is that and i don't know how accurate this is but um that Christine and Janelle are in talks for a spinoff. Ooh, so about dating. About their lives. Okay, yeah. Yeah, their new lives. And whatever's happening. I like it. This is great. We have more stuff to cover. I know. I hope this is true. You know, I I have to preface all of this by saying that, you know, I have no sources. Mm -hmm. The internet, you know, (laughs) podcasts. This is all allegedly. But, you know, I have to say that You know, I've always felt like even I remember like when I was younger, way before the Internet, you know, you go to the grocery stores and you'd see the um, National Enquirer or Mm -hmm. the People magazines or whatever. That's all we had back then. And you'd see these not and I'm not talking about the crazy headlines like, you know, Bigfoot is yeah, Elvis lives, (laughs) Elvis is alive and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, the gossip that you would see usually most of it, there was a grain of truth in it. Yeah. You know, because they'd be talking about someone's relationship is on the fritz or whatever. And then lo and behold, a few months later, they're getting divorced, even Mm -hmm. though they've denied it. And they're like, oh, that's just the tabloids. There's always a little... Yeah, I mean, I do think there. there are... I mean, that infamous rumor about Richard Gere, it finally came out that it was you know, someone blatantly made that up. About oh, him. yeah, yeah. And like the Ozzy Osbourne biting their head off a bat. But I, I know what you're talking about, like these more subtle things mm-hmm. of like, so and these two people are on the rocks and this is what this is. Yeah. Yeah. That's always been there. 
So I kind of, I'm a sucker for this. I, I, I'm a sucker for gossip. Mm-hmm. So I always, you know, usually kind of believe it. Um, Oh, but okay. So, and then a lot of people are talking about, you know, what is the fate of the show Sister Wives? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's great if Christine and Janelle get these shows. I mean, they have a whole new platform they can work with. Well, and Mary's single too. Like, why can't Mary doesn't want to go with them? Well, Mary's not very popular. Yeah, I know. You know, that's the problem. But like, the thing is, the show is called Sister Wives. Mm -hmm. So if you no longer have Sister Wives, well, what is the show going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, realistically, can the show really continue? And so um, people are oh, saying... Oh, God, it has to continue. This whole podcast is based on it. <laughs> well, well, season 18 has already been um, filmed. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a season 18. But beyond that, I don't know. And I'm sure that Cody is very worried about yeah. his paycheck. So this is another rumor is that, you know, he needs to get another wife mm-hmm. in order to continue on the show and to make it be interesting. Because no one wants to just watch him and Robin living their lives. Yeah, That's not going to be compelling. So the rumor is, is that he was... Let me find where I wrote this down. Anyway, I can just say it. He was... Um, he and Robin met a woman online mm-hmm. who lived in South America. And I thought these rumors were refuted. I thought this, I know what you're talking about. I thought this was definitely like a no, no, like one of the kids confirmed it. Mm. All right. Keep going. I don't know about that, but I, I, I wouldn't put it past Cody. I, I would keep I, that paycheck I would, going. I would not put it past this, them at all. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, I do have a source for this. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I found a podcast. It's called the Tender Loving Care Podcast. And it's a podcast where these women review all TLC shows. Mm. And they call it Tender Loving Care because originally one of the women thought that TLC stood for Tender Loving Care. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the learning channel. It's the learning channel. So anyway, um, they have a source. And this was reported in The Sun, but it originally came from them. They have a source someone who works in production who they've spoken to personally okay who said that um cody and robin started courting a potential sister wife in december and um it was filmed for season 18 Hmm. they were chatting online and by phone for three months before that um they met on a dating website and so they met up with this woman she lives in 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 a country in south america um, she's in her 20s. Yeah. She's not polygamous, has no experience mm-hmm. with this. But somehow they convinced her to meet them in Mexico. Mm. She really wants to come to this country. So the three of them, um, this woman, uh, Cody, Robin, this woman, and the producers and a film crew mm. went to a Mexico resort in early 2023. And the woman felt so uncomfortable, like, right away and told the producer she wanted to go home and apparently cody is trying to he's completely humiliated by it he doesn't want it to air Mm. and he's trying to um, put pressure on the producers to not show it interesting because he's being rejected again again so i don't know if that's true or not but you know these women are saying that they talked to a okay someone who works in production so if it's not true, blame them. Don't blame me. 
But that's really interesting. I mean, it is an interesting question of what's going to happen with the show. Because in my ideal world, I would love to see the show just go on just where it is now, like with these characters. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love to see what, you know, Janelle and Christine dating and Christine's new relationship. And I would like to see Cody, like, you know, moving logs around and getting upset by things. I kind of, I think it would be more interesting to see Cody, like, meeting this new guy. <laughs> oh, like, like handing I doubt off he truly. Would, I doubt he would. Do, but see, that's the thing. But that wouldn't make sense. It, I know. I know it doesn't make sense for the show. Like the show. And, and this is the, this is always the problem, right? It's you, you, you know, it's like the Vanderpump rules thing. You know, it gets no one works at that restaurant anymore. Mm-hmm. And everybody's famous now. And nobody wants to work at the restaurant. Like there is this weird thing. But they still have people working at that restaurant and showing up to like you know, kind of keep the show going because people like that. So I do think that we can still follow these people and, and see their lives, but, and, and, but, and still call it sister wives, but it's just sort of where they are now. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, what, what you're going to have to do then is you're going to have to find one or two more women that are going to want to come in and do this. And then I just feel like then if they bring someone in, I feel like you're going to evolve. You're going to jump the shark and be like a housewife show. Yeah. Cause it's well, jump the shark. But see if Cody still really honestly believes in this religion, I guess so. That, yeah. And believes in polygamy. And that was one of the things he said a lot during the, the after tell all and whatever he kept saying, well, maybe polygamy doesn't work. And this is the problem with polygamy. Kind of he's trying to distance himself from polygamy. But Mm -hmm. if he if he honestly believes in the principle of plural marriage, you have to have at least three wives to get into the celestial kingdom. Mm -hmm. So it's either get another couple wives or go to hell, I guess, according to his religion. And Robin is very religious. Mm -hmm. She's she believes in this shit. And when she was saying, um, you know, how these people had ruined her dream and, you know, trashed her life. What it, that's what really she's talking about mm-hmm. is the celestial kingdom yeah. thing. So it is, I if they really do believe this, this is a really big deal for them. And they no, have, I guess so. I guess they're going to keep, but try to, why, why do you need to find someone in a foreign country? Like Utah is full of women that believe in it. Like if you do believe in this, this is your church. Shouldn't the church elders be going, well, Cody, you lost a few wives. So let's help you find yeah. a few more. Well, maybe because right? every woman in America hates Cody. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go outside maybe. where TLC is not airing this show. Um, but then interestingly, so on Gwen's uh, YouTube, somebody asked her about this. Mm-hmm this rumor and she said that she didn't believe it because knowing how her father feels and knowing where that this woman was from south america she didn't think that he would go for that oh which thing means he would not want to be with someone who's not white yeah and i was like hmm that is very interesting All right. Wow. But it, but we're now back to the same thing, which is everyone everyone wants the show to keep going because it's mm-hmm. getting really good. And that's why I understand that if we just follow these same characters, I don't know. I feel like if you do do Sister Wives, I don't know if I want to see it without Christine and Janelle and even Mary. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Christine, Janelle, Mary, they need to be part of Sister Wives. And then if a side thing is... 
that, you know, Cody and Robin trying to court more women, you know, can be part of the show. But I still want them to follow, you know, I still want them to follow all these people and what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and also at this point, it also depends on what the adult children are willing to do. Yeah. Because they were such a big part of the show. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that like, I think the older kids like, you know, Madison and Aspen and whoever, uh, uh, Logan clearly doesn't yeah, want to have anything uh, to do yeah. with it. But I think that the, like the older girls were still, you know, indulging in, you know, coming on the show and being filmed and stuff to support their mothers mm-hmm. because they knew that this was the income for yeah. them. But now that they're, they're financially separate. And Cody doesn't have a relationship with any of these people, mm-hmm. you know, like Gwen said that he does not visit Madison or see Madison and that he only sees the kids who he favors, who I think is like McKelty because mm-hmm. she keeps, you know, defending him. Really? But but she's got the show now with with Tony yeah, and they're kind of digging into Maybe something happened between the time when, you know, McKelty went to their house with the baby and mm-hmm. was trying to be a peacemaker. Yeah. Something happened between then and now that she, yeah, she's got a Patreon mm-hmm. where she's interviewing her siblings about, you know, the stuff that they had to endure. So yeah, some, something has changed there. And speaking of which, so McKelty interviewed Aspen recently on her Patreon and, you know, they were kind of talking about the role that Aspen had to play because Aspen is, um, 27 but Mm -hmm. she says that she doesn't want to have kids right now not till she's like 35 but she realizes that by 35 she not might not be able to Mm -hmm. have kids she said that she tried to donate her eggs but she didn't have enough eggs to donate oh wow i mean i think it's very very interesting that the oldest son and the oldest daughter in this family have no children yeah that logan and um and aspen don't have yeah. kids, and she seems kind of indifferent about it it's not she's not like oh yeah i definitely want to have kids she's sort of like well I'll see when i'm 35 and then she says she talks about how you know she um has felt pressured to have kids but she she and mitch decided that they were a family and that was mm-hmm. enough yeah and they didn't need to have um a child to be a family they were already a family and she talked about maybe the possibility of adoption so she's she's still kind of ambivalent about it mm-hmm. and they talked about her parentification yeah um she talked about how one time um christine came home from work and the house was a big mess and she got very upset with aspen but then they both realized that Aspen shouldn't have to have this big responsibility because she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And she said they became more specific with each other about what they needed, which that statement in and of itself, that's that sounds like a, like a marriage. Yeah. That's like a partner. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. So, and so this is part of the sister wives thing because you have one father, one husband, you know, and he spreads so thin. Yeah, he's not able to help. That he's not able to help. So all the women are on their own and they're like, well, we have all these sister wives to help. But it's like, but you keep, again, like what you were saying earlier, but if each of you only had two kids, yeah. maybe this would work. Because that's what I was telling. So I found on TikTok, I found a bunch of um, 
uh, things from McKelty and Tony where they're interviewing Isabel and they asked her like, and she said the best part was having so many friends and family. Like, you know, she doesn't need to go make friends because she has all these family members and it was really nice and people to rely on. But the flip side was there was no time or attention from the parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, she said that Mm -hmm. like, and obviously Christine was a great mom, but she was there with those 12 kids. And well, in a way, why is it that it doesn't seem like Christine got any of the benefits of having a sister wife? Because Christine couldn't eat. No one was when Christine had to go to work. There was no one available mm-hmm. to take care of her kids. So Aspen had to do it. Yeah. Like, where was Mary? Yeah. I mean, that's Mary very, had one I think, child. I think Mary was working. OK, so but but OK, if it's after if it's at because I got the sense that Christine worked like in the evenings or something. Mm-hmm. So. How come after Janelle comes home or Mary comes home or even Robin, once Robin came into the family, she never helped her with with Mm -hmm. any of her kids. But I mean, yeah, I just feel like Christine had no help and she had to rely on Aspen. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Well, I get the sense that that's that whole thing with making food where we see Logan making food for his kids. Mm -hmm. Like, so I guess Christine, because Janelle had to leave so early, Christine had to get up, but she was only going to cook for her kids. And then, yeah, I guess you're right. And then she'd had to prepare dinner because that was the other thing Janelle said, that Christine mm-hmm. was preparing dinner. Yeah, Christine yeah, was, what was do- Mary doing. That's yeah. a great question. Christine because- was doing everything and she had no help from any of the other sister wives. Jan- and Janelle was working, so that's OK. Ma- and really making money. I think mm-hmm. that Janelle needed that job. I don't think. I don't think Mary was making so much money that. No. But yeah, that's a good question because. What was Mary doing? Why couldn't Mary have come over in the evening and tucked them into bed or whatever? Oh, why can't Mary get up early and help yeah. Lo- maybe not make Logan yeah. cook these stuff? No, so- see, this, this sister wives thing is bullshit. This thing about how they help each other out, not true. Mm-hmm. It's just not. When And we're hearing it straight from these kids now, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, that, just, it, that made me upset. But yeah, so she said they had to, you know... Uh, compromise. Um, oh, and the other thing she said was uh, because the the she had to watch her siblings all the time, and she, and this was McKelty agreed with this. Like when you have to watch your because McKelty also watched the yeah. kids because she's only a year or two younger than Aspen, um, and because they had to watch their siblings and be responsible for it, she said it made them not really want to be friends with their siblings Mm. because they're around them taking care of them all the time so they didn't really have impacted their sibling relationship um and then mckelty said that during this discussion she said that you know everything she does with how hard she works you know she has a lot of hustling that she does and she says she's really driven by wanting her kids to have better than she did and to have the things that they want, have their own bedrooms, a childhood, toys, being mm. able to do anything. Oof. Yeah. Wow. And Tony kind of talked about the same thing that he had in his family. You know, they didn't have a lot and there was a lot of kids and nothing, not enough to go around. His brother had to quit football because they couldn't afford the uniform yeah. and the the fees mm-hmm. and the costs and all that. And so, yeah, this is... um. This is is not healthy. Um, okay, so I think that was about it from McKelty's interview. And then 
uh, I did pick up some things from toxicity. And mm-hmm. again, I, I, I hold out hope that, the, that that thing is not a total scam scam and a total fake. But now they've come down to just sort of answering questions. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. And they yeah. use initials R, M. Yeah. You know, K. And it's just a blurry screen and a, a disguised voice. And they just answer questions mm-hmm. that people uh, write in. And people, I, I noticed that. And I'm like, God, get better questions. Okay, we know. We Like, people keep asking the same stupid two questions over and over yeah. again. But I thought, if this is true, I thought this was interesting. Like, because someone asked about, you know, does Cody care about what's online mm-hmm. and um the person said that cody is obsessed w- with what people say online and he has burner accounts <laughs> so they oh, really so they won't know it's him uh-huh and um he's checking you know spying on our, and he's uh, he's online all day long <gasps> maybe he's the one that gave us the bad review <laughs> Yeah, he says Cody is on his phone all the time. Mm. He's very vocal about what he's doing. He likes to read comments and Reddit pages out loud. Okay, to good and bad. Oh, just, just anyone. To, just to anyone who will listen, I guess. Oy. That's like a conspiracy theorist or some, like, just on the computer all day. See, see, they said this now. They said this now. Yeah. Oh, and this was interesting, too. Is They said that... Um, this is very random. Something about Mary and the cheating. Um, they said the cheating changed the dynamic. Someone had an aff- someone had yeah. an affair, and then they said M. Meta said M. M was already out when Robin came in, and they said, "Remember, you need three wives to get to the <gasps> celestial kingdom." Oh, this is interesting. Oh, that is interesting because. Yeah. So, do you think that Mary? cheated and this was already out mm-hmm. and then so mary's like okay well maybe i'll make nice with cody or make nice with god or whomever mm-hmm. whomever's gonna let her into the celestial kingdom and help him find robin yeah but didn't she th- realize then that she'd get kicked to the curb i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know because that's what he did yeah he kicked her to the curb after he got his third wife Maybe she was hoping maybe she was hoping that he wouldn't get kicked. She wouldn't get kicked to the curb. Yeah, because Cody was always saying stuff like, well, the wives can leave, but I can't or something like that. Um, But yeah, and also, um, I think another thing that I think this came from toxicity, talking about Robin saying that she has been in this cult for so long, she can't see it any other way. Oh, wow. I think maybe... Gwen might have said that. I'm not really sure. But like I was saying earlier, yeah, she really she she really does believe this. And it is a cult. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my opinion, that's just my opinion. Yes. Anyway, um, so a couple quick things, a couple more things from Gwen when she's answering questions and commenting on the show. These are just random things. But she says she still doesn't know what Cody does for work. (laughs) And this, we all this is what he does this. yeah yes. but he's always talking about how he's got work to yeah, do yeah two hundred dollars an hour all the time something yeah she says she believes that truly is doing better not being in the middle of that miserable marriage mm-hmm. well that's good um what is this oh she said that mary asked oh wait no Mary said this on the show and Gwen was commenting. So Mary said that after the catfish happened, she asked Cody not to stay with her for a while 
because she was in such distress about everything and that basically he never came back. Mm. And then Gwen says that, um, well, that's interesting because Cody pushed his way back into Christine's house so many times. Mm. And, but why didn't, and which makes me believe that like they, she, Christine had probably given him a lot of ultimatums and said, I'm sick of this. You know, don't, don't come over. Don't stay here. And he kept pushing his way back in. But he he didn't do that with Mary. Huh. Interesting. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, Oh, and there was a... When she was commenting on the show, Christine was saying that she was sad that her kids don't have a good relationship with their dad. And then Gwen says, well, it's not your fault. (laughs) So sweet. (laughs) Um, She says, since watching these shows... And it's funny because Gwen clearly has never watched any of these shows. She's surprised by everything. She says her opinion of Robin is better than it used to be, but Mm. her opinion of Cody is worse. Oh, gosh. Wow. He says Cody only visits his favorite kids. Um, Oh, and then someone asked if Gwen thought that Cody was into QAnon, and she said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um uh what else oh and then she she thought it was so like hypocritical when you know he he said he refused to go to new jersey for isabel's surgery he said because he couldn't be away from family and um she's like that is your family she's you know truly was there gwen was there hunter came for the surgery oh hunter went for the surgery yes oh my god because he lives in i think virginia oh it's not too far um and Christine was there. They stayed with Christine's sister. She's like, that was your family. Yeah. And it's like, who else is in Flagstaff other than Robin's kids? Yeah. All the other kids are somewhere else. Or they were there in New Jersey. Um, maybe, I guess, Savannah and Gabe. I don't know. Anyway, she, yeah, she thought that that was just terrible. So it sounds like Gwen has no relationship with him. <sighs> Doesn't seem like it. I, I you know but she's but she's very i mean she she clearly disagrees with him on many many things but she's still kind of like you know she doesn't trash him necessarily mm-hmm. she's just giving her honest opinion you know she's very matter of fact yeah like she calls out bullshit when she sees bullshit she calls out bullshit but she's not she doesn't attack him mm-hmm. um or anything like okay. that and um Oh, and then someone, this is my last thing. Someone asked about, you know, Cody's uh, comment about the manosphere. Remember he went in the tell all he was saying, well, in the manosphere. Oh, yeah. What is um, that? When, when men get divorced, you oh. know, they get screwed. Well, the manosphere, I'm not sure if there's actually, this is an actual, it's sort of a concept. It's mm-hmm. like kind of a. Again, a QAnon-ish, right-wing-ish sort of thing of men talking on the internet about Mm -hmm. how men are just victims of, you know, (laughs) men can't get a fair share. Because other people want equality and to be treated fairly, which means that we're not going to be number one anymore. Yeah, and it pisses them off. And and, um, life isn't going to be easy for you the way it has been all these years. Yeah, and and Gwen was sort of like, well, I don't know about this manosphere thing. I've never heard that term. But she said he would watch right-wing conservative YouTube videos all the time. Oh, God. (laughs) So. Oh, geez. Oof, boy. 
Okay, well, All right. that's well, a lot. Yeah, there's get some good stuff in there. It's never ending. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, thank God. Well, uh, I hope the show keeps going. I hope they just, you know, listen, these people need the money. We're entertained by them. It's There's enough of them that you can always spread it around. You know, maybe Puddle Monkey doesn't want to have to have, you know, camera crews in all these different places. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, I mean... Again, like we watch Extreme Sisters. These are stories of people in different sections of the world. It's like, why can't we watch this family like unfold? Because we've been watching the unfolding all this yeah. time. That's yeah. just me. I don't know. Whatever way they can make it happen, just yeah. make it happen. Keep it, keep so, it going. So we can keep watching. All right. Well, thank you so much. Again, like we said at the top of the hour, if you've made it this far, um, please send us a five-star review. You don't send it to us, but put it in. <laughs> um, give us this five-star review and and maybe say some kind words. And if you like this and like the show, please subscribe. Um, tell a friend, tell two friends, tell all your friends. Um, if they are also sister wives and you know, fans of pop culture. Yeah. So we talk about a lot of stuff on here. Yep. All right. Yeah. Check out our other stuff. We yeah. Have other interesting topics as well. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com